Alright, so, um, can you tell me something I really didn't need to know? Hey, Mom, tell me something I didn't need to know. So how about let's learn something we really don't need to know. Hello, everyone. Hey, girls. How are you? Hi. We're good. Good. I'm good, good. Well, welcome to Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know. Thank I you. I'm Hannah Green. I'm Mary Swartz. I'm Lynn Samuels. In the flesh. She did not sound very excited <clears throat> to be Lynn Samuels today. Do you, would you rather be somebody I'm else? I'm Lynn Samuels. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's me. Yes, that was much better. Thank, Thank you. Me. We appreciate that. Okay. Wow. Nice. I will remember to put on my cheerleading voice. <gasps> Hi. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I was going to segue into thanking everybody for listening, but they're probably gone by now. <laughs> either, that, either that or they're just literally like they've upended their drink. They're, they're shit-faced already. <laughs> or they're deaf. I bet we have a lot of deaf listeners. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. Yep. It's a very interesting Most of our listeners are deaf. All right. On that note, do you want to tell everybody what we're drinking today, Mary? We are drinking cherry cobbler wine from Oliver Winery. We love Oliver Winery. They do a fantastic <clears throat> job. So sit back and sip summer's rewards. Mm. Ditch the fork and treat yourself to bright, sweet, baked cherries with a heap of vanilla a la mode. Mmm. So Oliver Winery is in Bloomington, Indiana, and they have a lot of amazing stuff that we have definitely enjoyed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Very much so. Hmm. On a side note, do you know what occurs to me? Makes me a little bit sad. What? On our next trip. Yeah. We're not going to drive by Gene Ferris. Aw. On what? Gene Ferris Winery. We'll be in the different state. Why not? Because we'll be in the wrong state. We take a very circuitous, ooh, there's my word of the week, circuitous route to wherever we're going. Long-winded. Winding. Winding. Circular. Circular. Yeah. Like a roundabout that I'm never ends. I haven't looked at it, it is but the roundabout that never ends. It goes on and on, my friends. Uh, hang on, I gotta go clean my ears, they're bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Mary taught me how to go how to go straight in a roundabout way. I love it. Okay. I know what exactly what that is. When you come to a roundabout and you wanna go straight, you go straight in a roundabout way. Yeah, yeah well wait until you go to the town where you drive through eleven of them in a row. On the same road. i we we have lots of roundabouts in Arizona, actually, so there are places where we go where you're just like, oh, make it stop. Every intersection is a roundabout, and I was like, for the love of God. Our uh, father's ex-wife uh, was not good with roundabouts and almost killed us. Well, I can't say killed us because we were going very slow, but she did not understand that when you're entering it, you are the one yielding, and she just went in, and I was like, oh, so, roundabouts in a car with someone else driving give me a little bit of a... <gasps> I know. am an expert at that. However, the first time Mary and I did a roundabout, there were three of them, all literally in a row, like not even a space between them. It was like roundabout, roundabout, roundabout. We were in Ann Arbor, and I was just trying to get into the goddamn gas station, 
and we were pretty sure we were going to run out of gas before I made it she there. She kept going around and around and around and around. It was around. very busy, and I, like, didn't have experience with roundabouts, and I was frustrated trying to merge out, and it was... It is one of those things that if you're not familiar and there's a lot of traffic can be daunting, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was. It, it was. We were pretty sure we were going to run out of gas at the roundabout. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to get out and walk. <laughs> the good news is I'm now an expert. All right. So, Lynn, circuitous. Is that a, is that a job, by the way, roundabout expert? Probably. <laughs> Probably, I'm sure it is. You could train people to drive roundabouts. That's yeah. your job, just to teach people to drive through roundabouts. All right, my word is Gardilou. Gardilou? G-A-R-D-Y-L-O-O. Gardilou. Hmm. That sounds Gardilou. like a. That sounds like maybe like a Scottish word. Gardilou. Gardilou. Well, um. Is it a toilet seat? <laughs> no. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So. Articil is that uh, it's the vaccine for like the human papilloma. So Guardi Lou is when Lou is your guardian from human papilloma. So instead of getting the shot, you get a guy and he like, when somebody approaches you that has that, he's like, nope. He's a virus cuddler. Virus cuddler. He's a human he's virus, virus protector. Physically, he just puts his hand up and he's like, nope. He's like your guardian. Mm-hmm. Not quite. All right, so it is a Scottish. Oh, okay. look at that! I was I was correct. This wow, how'd you get Scottish, Joanna? Where did Scottish come from? Because a lot of their words have like Y and O O in them. Like a lot of their slang terms have a Y and an O O. Oh, so this is what you yell when you open up your window and you um, throw your overnight bodily waste out the window into the alley below. When you empty your bedpan out the window. Yeah. So we don't really do that anymore, but when we get up in the morning and we go to the bathroom first thing, we could sit on the toilet and yell, Gardaloo! Absolutely could. Yes, you could. <laughs> as you flush, though. As you flush. not As you flush, I like it. Gardaloo. Like like yelling four when you hit the golf ball. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let us know how that works for you tomorrow. Yes. I'll be right back. I'm going to try it right now. <laughs> All right. Well, Brennan's not, I mean, the man who shall remain nameless isn't here. So it will be a surprise. He'll be like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, it's a Scottish thing. You wouldn't understand it. <clears throat> All right. I have a word. Okay. All right. My word for you today is a blutophobia. Could you spell that, please? A B. L-U-T-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. It is a fear of something. It is. Phobia is a fear. So it's a fear of something. It's a fear of... Whale blubber. It's a a fear of exploding whales. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I can't agree with you. How did you get it, Johanna? Again, I am so baffled. How you could be so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. All right, a blutophobia. It's a fear of lit matches. Shall I give you a sentence? Yes. Yes. I love these sentences. My ablutophobia made for some bad first dates. One time, the guy suggested we go to a Roman bath. 
That was definitely not happening. Is it a fear of water? A fear of bathing. A fear of bathing. What do you think? It is. It's a fear of bathing. It is a fear of bathing. All right. Well, I'm going to see your fear of bathing, and I will match you with triskaidekaphobia. Ooh, triskaidekaphobia, and I know I've heard this one. I've heard this one, too. It's a fear of very long words. No. It's not, though. Fear crackers. <laughs> Did you have to do that as I took a bite of food? Oh my god! I almost I'll, ruined I'll your computer. Mary, Mary, it's a fear of eating crackers on the deck of a ship. <laughs> you would both be incorrect. Would you like to use a, that I sentence? I cannot remember. Um. Triskaidekaphobia is evident in many people in an elevator. Is it the fear of small spaces? No, small spaces. That would be claustrophobia. That's what I thought. Okay, so what else in an elevator? Um, think the about fear things. Of falling. Th- the fear no. of going up and down. Think about the. Oh, thi- the number thirteen. It number is. 13. It is, which is why most elevators do not have the number 13. Triskaidekaphobia, the fear of the number 13. Well, most buildings don't have level or I know. 13 on them. I know. Because right. they do. Because you don't skip it when you're actually counting. You just don't number it. it. It's, that it's, doesn't like it's still the 13th floor. Nope. We go from 12 to 14. All right. The 13th floor is only an inch, an inch high. Okay. A man, right. a man who seems to have been disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair. What? Threw a piece of cake at the Mona Lisa. Excuse I me? I read about this. I read about this. Why? Um, because he was, like, talking about our planet. Think of the Earth, he said. There are people who are destroying the Earth. Think about it. Artists tell you, think of the Earth. That's why I did it, he said. That's why he threw cake on the Mona Lisa, which makes no real sense to me. So you can see video posted on social media that shows the security guards escorting the man away. Um, another video will show you them cleaning the glass off. Thank God there's glass over it. He was 36 years old. The original Mona Lisa was painted by Leonardo da Vinci between 1503 and 1519. The old painting hangs in the Louvre's largest room in the web in the museum. And this isn't the first time that this painting has run into trouble. They put protective glass up after it was damaged in an acid attack in the 50s. Oh. <clears throat> Which I just don't understand that. I mean, what statement are you making throwing a piece of cake on art? I'm guessing mental illness played a part. Uh, yeah, Honestly, I would say so. I think there's some mental illness there, too. <clears throat> there almost has to be. I've heard, I've heard of a couple things recently with art trying to be damaged by people who are protesting things. And it's just like, dude, <clears throat> stop. That's not helping that cause. Right. It has nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah, so. you're not really making any point here. No. No, no, not so much. Not so much at all. Hmm. Anybody got anything else, or shall I start telling you I do. a little? Uh... I have one more. Oh, good. There's a rural South Korean town. It's in a little bit of trouble. Okay. Had a video that it put an ad out about garlic. 
I'm confused. How can you get in trouble for garlic other because than eating it and trying to kiss somebody? Some like farmers a say that the ad stinks of obscenity. And the farmers are saying that this town is sexually objectifying this agricultural product. What? The garlic. <clears throat> I perhaps I never really thought garlic as a sexual thing. Uh, yeah, I'm confused. <clears throat> Doesn't turn me on. Well, Mary, then you're not trying hard enough. Right. So there's a 30-second video that's been posted on a YouTube channel um, for this town of about 100,000 people. This town is well known for its local Hong Song garlic. They've been known for several years for this garlic. The video shows a woman touching the thigh of a man. Now, the man... Now, see, I don't know. I don't understand why they're going with obscenity. The man is wearing a full garlic head mask, and I don't. They don't have a problem with this. I what? <clears throat> the man is saying words like "very thick" and "hard," apparently describing the quality of this local garlic. The spicy ad, which reportedly generated about 190,000 views, has been kept. Spicy under, ad. Yeah, spicy ad for garlic. Yeah. I like it. That's a good play. I, I think they're clever. <clears throat> Makes me want to buy this thick, hard garlic. It was aired on electronic billboards at a bus terminal, um, some downtown streets. And according to the Korean Peasants League and the Korean Women Peasants Association, quote, the video offended the people who watched it and dealt a big blow to the image of the agricultural product that farmers have laboriously grown, end quote. They call the video wow. suggestive and inappropriately, and they say that it sexually objectifies garlic. It does, actually. Now that I've heard this, I feel like it does, but is that a bad mm. thing? The farmers' groups are asking for an apology, and they want those responsible punished, and they want to know that steps will be taken to prevent this in the future. We have got to stop objectifying garlic. What the hell is wrong with people? If You're our, not going to find any answers at this table. If our garlic isn't even safe from sexual harassment, what next? What will, what will they sexually ab abuse next? Sexually harass? Sex? What will they sex traffic <laughs> next? Ooh. I know. Um... I don't know. Avocados. I can see that. I can see where avocados could be sexy. Bananas. I, that's already olives. a given. Salt olives. Oh, olives. Green ones. Definitely the green ones. Olives Olives are ripe for being sexually harassed. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking it's not so much the olives, it's the pimentos. Ooh, the little tiny red pimentos. The center I'm of the olive. I think it's the hole in the thing. Or maybe you pull it out put it in and pull it out <laughs> until it's just mush in your hands it's done it's and over it's, and yes and afterwards it is mush <laughs> not, not much just yet. like a limp little noodle in your hand yeah oh limp little noodle remember that phrase later oh, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> all right lady you gotta Lynn, you got a story for us? Oh, I've got something for you. Some people say, all good things start with cheese, as I'm sure my sisters will agree. Hell yes. Swiss cheese. Cheese whiz. Yep. 
Alveda. Swiss cheese. So, dear listeners, please indulge me while I take you on a trip. A trip full of fun. But beware, if you suffer from ablutophobia, this may be a bit much for you. Or it might possibly be what you've been looking for all your life. Either way, hold on to your bathing suits. It's going to be a bumpy ride. We are about to explore some unique spas, some baths, some wraps, some facials, and a pedicure. We're going to start with a Swiss cheese bath. (laughs) I know the dude standing in line. I know the dude who founded it. You might it's not so, just, it's I just want you to know. It's not just for sandwiches anymore. PSA, <clears throat> it's not just Swiss cheese that's melted in that concoction. Nope, nope. but it's not. It's not. We're going to start with the Swiss cheese baths of Switzerland. This practice is said to date back centuries. From the 1500s to the 1900s, the way baths were popular with those that could afford it but it did fall out of fashion until recently coming back. In cheese making, the curds and the whey separate. The curds are what's made into the cheese and the whey is the milky looking substance that's left and that's what's used for the baths. It is heated to 92 degrees and then people crawl in a tub of it. For a long time, whey was actually seen as a problem. It was a byproduct. It didn't have any use, and it actually is not good for the environment due to the level of salinity of salt in it. It can be used to feed animals, but there's not, there's too many, too much whey and not enough mm. animals. Mm. So Switzerland produces 13 tons of whey each year. Only Which about is- 75% of it goes to animal feed. So that leaves around four tons of whey to get rid of and they discovered bathing in it. Bathing in it is said to have some wound healing properties, but studies show it's very slight, but you might think that you would smell cheesy after getting in this, but it's it's said to smell like warm milk. Reviewers actually say after bathing in whey, the skin feels softer and cleaner, and the smell is quite lovely. The cost for a single soak is $40. That's not too bad. And all I can think is, and this is, this is awful. This is absolutely awful thought. But just, just go here with me. We've gone a lot of places with you today that we prefer to stay home. We're going to go on another (laughs) one. We're going, we're going to another place. Oh, we're going to many places today. Some of them, you'll be like, what the hell? So, So, go ahead, hon. Even the slimmest of us have folds in places. After you bathe in the way, mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't bathe really well in other water, that um, you might start to smell like curdled milk. I, I, would, I would assume so. I am not positive, but I would assume after you get out, you're at some point going to want to bathe off. They mentioned salinity, which is salt, and I don't think, like, leaving that on your skin. Yeah. So, so after getting out, kind of like after swimming, the chlorine on your skin, you probably are going to do a quick rinse. Well, I'm just thinking, rinse like... Rinse the curds and way out of your folds, okay? I'm just thinking, like, 
some of us are bigger than others. And for those people who have a lot of folds, if you don't wash really well between them, if you've got whey in there, that could be, ugh, ugh. You could be a maggot farmer if you don't get all the way out of there. All right. Well, if you don't like that one, the next one. Got milk? Cleopatra is actually said to have bathed in milk. She's known for her beauty. Milk is said to soothe, exfoliate, hydrate, moisturize, and possibly even heal the skin. I found several spas around the world that offer milk baths. You can even buy it from the store additives to your own or make your own milk baths. If you look online, they'll tell you how much milk to put in your bath. You can get a milk and honey soak in Hershey, Pennsylvania. It will cost you $45 for 15 minutes. There is a lavender and goat's milk. What? Going back to Switzerland, you get 40 bucks for a whole soak. Yeah. Well, if you go to Jackson, Wyoming, you can get a lavender and goat's milk hydrating wrap where you're wrapped in stuff with lavender and goat's milk for 80 minutes and it costs you $220. We can do this right here and on the my floor. I'll wrap <laughs> you in lavender and shit. I'll lay it out. You just the roll yourself milk. up. Goat's milk. Not shit, goat's so, milk. <laughs> yeah, there's that, that'll come later. Just wait. Oh, God. Oh. The Mud Bum Facial Bar offers a breast milk add-on to its facials for $10 extra. Oh, God. The breast milk comes from screened mothers, though, to ensure safety of their products. In Dubai, you can indulge in a gentle exfoliation with sand and salt mixture, followed by a soak in warm camel's milk. And this will cost you $208 for 60 minutes. All right. So one of them was in Hershey. Not yeah. only can you get a milk bath in Hershey, but Hershey is known for chocolate. They actually have a chocolate spa. I think I chocolate? think we heard about this place. I think it was on my dad wrote a porno. <laughs> Good. Well, they do couples. You can do couples things to these. I just did the singles because I was, yeah, just thinking about the singles. Do you love chocolate? Does the thought of warm, melty chocolate bring a smile to your face? Then maybe you should visit the spa in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Not in my they offer a wide variety something. of chocolate spa treatments. The dark chocolate body wrap, and this is right from their site. A gentle exfoliation to prepare the skin, followed by a luxuriously, deeply hydrating and detoxifying dark chocolate mousse mask. A rich blend of cocoa red mineral mud and organic cocoa butter is smoothed over your body while cocooned in a warm body wrap choose from a relaxing face and scalp massage or foot massage followed by an application of our cocoa infused body lotion 60 minutes is only 110 dollars and all i can think is all i can think is you take the red mineral stuff and then you take the cocoa and you come out you look like an oompa loompa I don't think it dyes your skin. I think it washes off. <laughs> I'm not taking the chance. All right. But if you add on a sugar coconut scrub first, 
It becomes 90 minutes for $165. Oh, my God. If you want the chocolate pedicure or the manicure, it's $50 to $70. And a cocoa facial or massage is $110 to $180. Listen, I just want to put out there that I sell coconut sugar and I sell cocoa nibs, like organic cocoa nibs. We can do this here at home uh, way, 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 way cheaper. We could do most of these things at home. Some of them. We I also might sell want goat to. milk and lavender. Some of them. Some of them we may not want to, but yes, I actually have uh, goat's milk soap from a lady who does her, makes her own. She has a goat farm. Yeah. And she makes goat's milk uh, soap up here, so I have some of that too. So, yeah, so if we want to do any of these, write them down. If you want to do any of these, just Google it. You could probably do it on your own. All right, so maybe chocolate's not your thing. But if you're enjoying this podcast I'm presenting, just wait, because I've barely gotten started. Mm. The Chodover Beer Spa in Prague started in 2006. You can enjoy a 20-minute soak in their bathing beer, which is specially brewed to stimulate the skin rejuvenate the pores, and it will also stimulate your internal organs, which I don't quite understand how soaking in beer affects your internal organs. If you're drinking it, maybe, but don't quite understand that, but that's their plan. So uh, it does include a complimentary stein of their rock lager, which is a type of beer, I guess, which I don't know, rock. I don't know. If you call it rock lager, I'm I'm a little afraid of the taste. I know because I'm thinking you remember uh, you remember the you remember the book Stone Soup. Mm-hmm. Rock lager, Stone Soup. Yeah, the whole meal. I think rock lager reminds me of rock lobster, which makes me want to get up and dance. But however, the cost of this soak is only twenty nine dollars, so the cost is not really it's bad if you just want too. to try it. The beer is included yeah, in the cost. Yeah, you get free beer. That was but I'm thinking, I'm thinking for someone like me, that's thought. dangerous, though. Really? Again, I know your husband has enough Budweiser at home. I'm pretty sure we can do this ourselves. Yeah, we're going to Tokyo. All near right. Tokyo. Okay. It's the Unison Spa. If you're not sure what to soak in, you're like, I don't know. I think there's lots of things. Well, they might have you covered. At this spa, they have all kinds. They have a coffee bath. They have a wine bath, a green tea bath, a sake bath. Oh, your husband would like that one. If that's not enough, you guys, remember, you're just soaking. You're not drinking it. Although you could probably drink it while soaking in it. They have a ramen noodle bath. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. And all I can think is... It would feel like worms all over my skin, and I'm already, like, creeped out. And it's not just noodles, you guys. They include the collagen that's in there and the garlic. The overly sexualized garlic. Yeah, the over-sexualized yeah. garlic. It could be if you did it with your uh, significant other or just a fun person. <laughs> and oh, if you can't God. decide which of them sounds good... Can spend more than a day there because you can stay there and try all of them. Can you combine them? Can you have like a sake ramen noodle bath? No, they each are in their own place, and some of them are like big, so you share it with other people. Some of these these bath things that that I'm going to talk about, 
are like mm-hmm. big pool like things that you get in like the the wine one there were like several couples in it so so and i've heard that the green tea bath one i saw a picture of it and it looks like you're actually in a big teacup Aww. Well, yeah Cute. so some of them are mm-hmm. Cute. but uh yeah all right we're gonna move on to uh the next one if i ask you about the relationship between dirt and a bath and said, what's the relationship between dirt and a bath? You one, might say they're opposites the or they're at antonyms. Yep. Mm. Or they can't pull out. Or you might say you take a bath to remove dirt. But yeah. in this case, some people are going to bathe to get dirty. Mud baths. Mud baths are popular all over the world. I, they're in so many different countries. And they date back all the way. Again, Cleopatra is said to have loved a good mud bath. The mud is heated normally to about 100 to 102 degrees, or it's naturally at that, depending on where you go. Some of these are natural mud, and they're heated up naturally um, through vents in the earth. Now, interestingly, I found out that if you get into a deep mud bath, that's like super deep, you actually can't sink into it. Like you will not sink below your chest level. That it's buoyant enough that it will hold you up. You can't like lay flat out and be like, and not So it's So So. it's not like quicksand. Quicksand, you actually can't sink in either. It does the same thing. Hmm. So my whole childhood's been a lie is what you're telling me. Yes, quicksand is actually another thing that you will sink to chest level and no deeper. That if you just try to lay there flat, you will be on the surface because of the viscosity of it. All right. So these mud baths, you can find them in California if you're looking in the United States. You could go to St. Lucia, New Zealand, Japan, and Italy, just to name a few. And there's even a volcanic mud bath in the Vulcan del Totumo in Santa Catalina, Colombia. Now, this volcanic mud bath is an active mud volcano, and you can take a bus tour that takes you there for $13.82. Now, there's another one, and it is the Petroleum Hot Spring. So it's not mud, but it's a Petroleum Hot Spring. So it's, again, a natural one that comes out of the earth hot, but it's covered in petroleum oil. What did you just say? That's going to be so good for our skin. Well, oil might be good of your skin, but if you think about what petroleum mm. is and what it smells like, think about gasoline yep. and think about those things. Yeah. yeah. Did you not ever visit the oil wells with Dad? Yeah. Oh, God. All right. This hot spring is in uh, Toyotomi Onsen, Wakanai City. And it was discovered in 1926 while drilling for oil. It has a high sulfur and a metaboric acid content. It's said to be therapeutic for psoriasis and atopic dermatitis due to the sulfur and acid. And uh, it smells oily, like oil, and it feels slimy. Like oil? Yeah. When you get out, the water, first off, the water is very dark because of it and leaves a residue on you and your clothing if you're wearing clothing into it. That's kind of gross. Yeah. But the cost is only $6. And 
there's a hotel there and so if you just go for the day you can pay six dollars but if you stay in the hotel you can just use the uh petroleum oil bath for free all right so maybe petroleum oil isn't very appealing the smell the whatever how about olive oil <laughs> olive oil is good for you olive oil is good in your food it's good on your hair it's good on your skin you can get baths wraps hair treatments and massages using olive oil around the world and sophia loren if you've seen pictures of her, if you know who she is, she's considered a great beauty. Even as she ages, she looks amazing. She is sad, and she has credited her, her looks to olive oil baths. Um, a spa in California offers a 50-minute wrap and scalp treatment for only $115. Or, again, olive oil. You can buy it in the store and do it at home. So Just don't try to stand up in your... Olive oil. Just don't try. Just don't try to stand up in your tub after you've filled it with olive oil. You will need well, a nine one one call if you do. When I googled it, you don't fill your tub with olive oil. You put olive oil in your water, so it's a combination of water and olive oil. It would still uh, make your tub very very slick. You would wish right, to be right, very right. careful after you let your water out. Or you can just slather your entire body in olive yeah. oil, wrap yourself in plastic wrap for a yeah. while, and uh, walk, around you, walk around your backyard. I say yeah. that you just put a plastic sheet on your bed, slather yourself in olive oil, and invite your significant other in for a good time. Here's the thing. When you do that, the olive oil is going to drip off the edges, and then you're going to have it on your floor, your headboard. Your, it's going to end up on your mattress. I hear it's moisturizing for your wood, so it's fine. You're going to go sliding off the bed. One of you is going to go to the emergency room, <laughs> and you have to tell that story of how you got her. And we will cover it on this podcast. Yeah. Well, if none of these so far has struck your fancy, maybe the next one will be more to your liking. Seaweed baths in Ireland have been a tradition for more than 100 years. You soak in a hot tub full of fresh harvested seaweed and seawater. It's not slimy. It's supposedly pleasant and interesting feeling. And there's a lot of places in Ireland that offer these. They're kind of a thing there. And they do range in quality and the experience you get. And it looks like a 60 minutes costs an average of 30 to $80, depending on where you get it. So wow. you can try that. Next, who doesn't like a good roll in the hay? In Balzano, I Italy. I feel like she's leading eat. us down a path that we can, should not open this door. <clears throat> That's what I feel like. Do you? Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. I would not take you anywhere you shouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> In Balzano, Italy, you can pay for a hay bath. You're going to lie on a sheet. You're going to get covered with warm, pre-soaked hay up to your chin. Then they're going to wrap the sheet around you, and you're going to be placed in a tub of 107-degree water. Ooh, that's warm. Yes. It is said to help with aches and pains. Of course, I keep thinking warm water helps with aches and pains. So is it the hay? Is it just soaking in warm water? The cost is $45. And people with hay fever are discouraged from trying this. Wow. So, I guess hay isn't just for horses. Okay. All right. Next, we move on to the pedicure. 
This isn't just a regular pedicure. In fact, there's something rather fishy about it. It is a fish pedicure, and they are available around the world, but they have been banned in parts of the United States. Several states outlawed them. I didn't Some know fish had feet. What? I didn't know fish had feet. No, it's a pedicure where you put your feet in with some fish. Yes, and then the fish eat the dead skin off your feet. Yep, they are called Gararufa minnows, and they sometimes are referred to as doctor fish. It's said to tickle. It doesn't hurt, but it's been banned because of health and environmental concerns. And the concerns are that it's difficult to sanitize between customers because they can't take all the fish out and sanitize the fish. Um, other fish can accidentally be mistaken and used because they look similar to many other minnows. And hmm. some of them, like the chin-chin, has teeth and can bite you. Oh. Um, staph infections can result from bacteria in the fish. They do have bacteria. And if you have a small cut in your foot, you could get a staph infection. Not only that, but transporting the fish causes trauma to the fish. And many of them die on the way over because they are from other countries. Which, I'm thinking, I understand that, but don't we do that in pet shops all the time? And uh, the release of non-native fish to other systems can wreak havoc on those systems, as we know. Um, and the one that I really kind of agreed with, they only eat dead skin if they're hungry. So they don't eat the fish anything else, which isn't really healthy for the fish. This is not good for the fish. So I kind of understand. But if you want to do it, you get a 20-minute uh, pedicure, and it's $70. No? Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's move on to some facials then. We all like a nice facial, make our skin all smooth and pretty. We're going to go uh, to a facial and this one is also kind of fishy. Oh, I found that in Rome, Italy, you can get a caviar facial. Uh, that's so gross sounding. Well, you don't want to eat it, or maybe you do. No, Rub it on I don't face. want anything to do with it. It looks gross. I don't want fish eggs on my face According or in my to mouth. The brochure, it instantly lifts and firms the skin, giving a more perfect tone and texture more perfect because a place that sells a caviar facial of course its customers are already perfect so you can't make it perfect it's got to become more perfect and they offer not one not two not three but four different types of caviar facials you could try each one and compare the results the cost $235 for a 90-minute facial. Ouch. That's well, kind of you pricey. Can afford, I think their clientele can afford that. I don't think they're talking to the average person. Based on their brochure and the spa that offers it, it doesn't look like the place you're going to see your average person in. All right. If you thought caviar facial was not enough because you're too glamorous, too sophisticated, too rich for such an obvious mundane and burgoy treatment, then this next one might put a smile on your overly Botoxed face. <clears throat> Several places around the United States and other places around the world offer a 24 karat gold facial. Because if you're rich, you just want the best no. to show how rich you are. Why, you ask, why gold? Other than the fact of the I'm so special factor. 
Gold is actually known for its anti-inflammatory properties. Now think about gold. Well, it glows. So if it glows and you put it on your skin, then the glow will rub off on you, right? Right? Am I right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. According to one spa that offers it, it hydrates, it burns, it lifts, it lightens, it brightens, and it gives you a warm glow. Hey, wait a minute. That's not my skin glowing. You left the gold mask on. And the cost for this? Is only four hundred and seventy-five dollars. I feel like you're getting a little pricier on us. I know. Okay. I'm. I'm just All thinking. Right. I. Hold on. I wonder. The crazier your shit's getting. I'm thinking. The next one. It's gonna be like ground diamonds or something. No. 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 I'm gonna. It's too expensive. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go with a cheaper facial for Mary. This one is because Mary can't afford that. She thinks it's too pricey. So let's go cheaper. I'll start with the price. This one is only $115 to $180, and it depends on where you go. This is the Nightingale Face Mask, and I found it at the 10,000 Wave Spa in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and another spa in New York. So perhaps golden caviar a bit too expensive. The 10,000 Wave Spa offers the Nightingale Facial. This refreshing face mask contains bird poop from Nightingale's. The birds made famous from their beautiful singing. Could be worse. She could have said horse semen. <laughs> uh, and you okay. have to that's retrieve cool. it yourself. You put that in your hair. There's a bowl of semen for your hair. Uh, it is sanitized with ultraviolet light, so it's not dirty, Mary. They've sanitized this poop, and they mix it with rice bran to exfoliate your skin. It is said that the high nitrogen content of the bird poop draws out bacteria and gently breaks down the dead skin, giving you a fresh, beautiful glow. And this actually originated in Japan. The geishas used it. And you know those geishas are known for their beautiful face. They wear that white stuff all day, which does bad things to their skin. So they needed something to refresh their skin. All right. Nope, Mary's not having that. I've got one last one. Maybe bird poop doesn't strike your fancy. Maybe you want something a little less shitty. The next facial is guaranteed to give you a baby smooth face. A spa in Beverly Hills, California offers Please a placenta don't. facial. Oh, okay. Offers what? A placenta facial. <laughs> Uh, I am out of words, okay? <laughs> the words are gone. They're gone. I've got nothing. Okay. Well, if you're worried about it, just so you know, these placentas are obtained from a Russian maternity ward. Great. And this actually originated in Asia. In Asia, it said that the women who have beautiful skin often use placentas to rub on their faces. And the cost... Uh, Mary might not care for this cost. It's three hundred and fifty to five hundred dollars per session. Yeah, you're crazy. You really are. You're crazy. Jesus. All right. What is so, wrong look, with people? If none of these work for you, you can Google how to do your own spot home and uh, save yourself some money. Use your everyday items. Use some oatmeal. Use some salt. Use some sugar. Use some oils. Use some of those uh, essential oils. And have your own spa day and save some money. Yes. Yes. Ow. All right. There you wow. go. 
I think we need a spa day, ladies. <laughs> okay. Alrighty then. Okay. We usually do do a spa day. Spa By the evening. way, we do a spa evening on, on this vacation. on the sisters trip. We do. So be prepared. Excellent. I will. I will. Uh, I will look for some spas around Michigan that we can go visit. Trust me, you'll love them. <laughs> you do that, Lynn. Just don't book us an appointment yet. Wow, that's some crazy shit. All right. Well, ladies, do yep. we have anything else that we need to add before we wrap this up for the day? My brain is totally fucking fried after that shit. It's gone. It's gone. All right. Well, on that note, thank you so much for joining us. And we hope that you have a wonderful day. We love you. We'll see you next time. And I have guys. a final thought. Yay! My, my final thought. Remember that beauty is only skin deep. True beauty comes from the inside. Nice. Bye, guys. Bye. We here at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know. Really appreciate the time you spent with us today. Hopefully you learned something unusual today. You can find us on Facebook at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know or at tmsidntk at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at tmsidntk, which are the initials for the title. Suggestions, ideas, comments, corrections, send them our way. We take them all. If you enjoyed your short stop with us, please feel free to follow the podcast, leave us a rating and review. That lets us know how we're doing and helps others to find us. This podcast is hosted by a couple of sisters who research, write, and edit their own stories. All other editing and production is done by Mary Swartz, and the original artwork was created by Hannah Green. Some of you young folks been saying to me, Hey, Pops, what do you mean? What a wonderful world. How about all them walls all over the place? You call them wonderful? And how about hunger and pollution? They ain't so wonderful either. But how about listening to old Pops for a minute? Seems to me it ain't the world that's so bad, but what we are doing to it, and all I'm saying and see what a wonderful world it would be if only we'd give it a chance. Love, baby, love. That's the secret. Yeah. If lots more of us loved each other, we'd solve lots more problems. And man, this world would be a guesser. That's why old Pops keeps saying. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, What a wonderful world I see skies of blue And clouds of white The bright blessed day The dark sacred night And I think to myself What a wonderful world
the colors of the rainbow so pretty in the sky are also on the faces of people going by I see friends shaking hands saying how do you do they're really saying I love you I hear babies cry I watch them grow they like much more than I never knew and I think to myself What a wonderful world Yes, I think to myself What a wonderful world